Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. One more time. I'm just kidding. This just this is gonna keep coming. This is Jake. This is the Bearded Chef Podcast. And this is episode number six. And it's gonna be about driving. Because as basically all of you know, uh, I got my license back recently from not having it. It was just a year this time, thank God. Uh, I've been driving a decade, so one year out of a decade, which I still sort of drove during, but we're not going to talk about that, everyone. Um, Yeah, I lost it for a year because I forgot to pay a speeding ticket, and then I just never felt like paying that speeding ticket because I'm an irresponsible, dumb cunt. But that's all right. That's that's my business, and I handled it uh, way too late, but it's handled, and that's all that matters. So... Since I've been driving for a decade, and, well, a lot of you have. Damn, those fucking stupid cats. Anyways, since I've been driving for a while, I've obviously seen a lot of things. I've experienced a lot of things. Obviously not as much as some of those 40-year-olds who were driving back when everyone was a pussy. And they didn't even, like, have modified cars, really. They just had stock cars with big V8s in them. But it's whatever. Uh, everything's a lot different now. Everything's a lot more technical. There are way more drivers on the road now. Way more road rules. Way more signs. Different little things. One ways, roundabouts, all that shit. Uh, so I just want to go over some things that I always see. And number one, ladies, you're going to be attacked kind of a lot on this possibly. So I'm sorry. Unless you're a good driver, then you will not feel attacked at all. And I'm only saying ladies because, no offense, but like every, most girls that I ride with drive the same or the same way, which is uh, there's a stop sign 40 feet away. So we keep going the same speed for 30 feet. And then in those last 10 feet, we just mash on those fucking brakes because that's what stop signs are for, right? You, You hit that stop you got to stop the car somehow. Why not slam on those brakes last minute and fucking wear your brakes out twice as fast? That's what we're doing here, right? Uh, what you should do is gently brake as you approach the stop sign. Because you're, you're still going to have to stop either way. So why not be gentle on your brakes? And if you're late slamming on your brakes right before the stop, I guess could get you there faster. But it can also cause 10 times more accidents, especially in bad weather conditions or if it's especially during wintertime. I don't understand how women don't constantly crash in the wintertime. You guys have guardian angels with you. I swear to God, even though I don't believe in God and I'm atheist as shit, you guys have some form of protection from, I don't know, from the the world. Uh, but... Also, when turning, okay, I want to talk to you about apex turns, all right? Because that's a thing, everyone. Men probably, generally from playing racing video games and shit, uh, or racing in real life, because we all do it. We're all men. We have penises, and we need to constantly battle with them and find out who is superior. So we're always racing, which means we like to drive fast, and we know what way we can drive the fastest and that is where apex turns come in ladies when you get to a turn there it's not a fucking right angle you don't go straight on a line and then crank that bitch to the left on a line and turn real sharp and jerky because that's when you send all your shit flying out of your pockets or flying off your dash or wherever the fuck you have your stuff it goes flying everywhere uh you take a nice apex turn, which is a nice big round curve where you just gently slowly turn the wheel a little bit and you take a nice wide turn instead of getting straight to the far lane and then cranking that motherfucker last minute and just taking a sharp jagged edge turn. No, especially once again in bad weather conditions, you're going to fuck your shit up. That's why, honestly, no offense, a lot of, like, teenage girls and stuff, they do crash in the wintertime like hell. Boys crash because they're being dumbasses, getting overconfident, trying to go too fast on the road. 
they're not crashing because they're taking stupid turns. They're crashing because they're doing 60 on an icy road and they spin out like a retard. Ladies crash because they're doing five miles an hour and they try to crank their wheel to the left and their car keeps going straight because that's how momentum works on ice. For Christ's sake. Like during the wintertime, I drive like a huge bitch. I will fully admit that because I don't fuck with wintertime. During the summer, I'm wailing on it, dude. I'm hauling. I'm dodging around traffic, you know, safely because I, I have uh, racing blood in my veins because my dad's the best driver I've ever seen in my whole life. To this day, my dad's the best driver, dude. He still races go-karts and he's like 50-something. He still smacks dudes my age and younger. Like, he's a savage. So I drive like a crazy man because I know I can. But in the wintertime... I drive like a bitch because I know during the winter you're supposed to drive like a bitch. Just because I can take this turn doing 40 miles an hour doesn't mean I can take it even close to that speed in the winter time. I'm going to be taking that turn doing like 10 and I'm going to be shitting my pants all the time because I crashed in the winter time. I think everyone has. When I first started driving, crashed in my own driveway. I hit ice when I was trying to brake. Because I was doing like 15 miles an hour down my driveway. Because I have a long driveway. And I tried to brake and my truck just kept going. And I smacked into the basketball hoop. How embarrassing, dude. In my own house. In my own house, I crashed my truck. And then after that, I was like, you know what, fuck winter. I don't, this isn't my shit. I'm done with this. So now I drive like a vagina. And sadly, I had to learn that lesson by crashing one of my vehicles. So, before you potentially crash a vehicle, drive like a pussy in the wintertime. Because it's not worth it. Especially if you're late somewhere. Dude, give yourself fucking 20 extra minutes in the morning or whatever. Whenever you need to go somewhere. Give yourself hella extra time. Don't rush. Go ahead and rush in the summertime. I don't give a crap. You can fly wherever you want in the summer. But just be super careful during the wintertime especially. Um... I just wanted to go off a little bit on that because turns and braking will fuck your shit up during the winter. Just because I don't want to be at a stop sign and then have some girl rear-end me doing 30 because she thought she could slam on her brakes on fucking ice, you know? I don't want that to happen. I already pay enough for insurance because of my speeding tickets and my DUI and shit like that. I don't need more. And I don't need to have a fucking trash vehicle. The thing I'm driving is already a piece of shit, but I got it for free from my sister, so I don't give a fuck. I was going to pay her, but it's basically already falling apart. This stupid fucking cat. Okay, sorry, but that's enough ranting about winter driving and women taking turns and braking. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll wait for cell phones till later. Uh, driver's Ed. Now I'll actually get into this driving podcast. I just had to get that out of the way beforehand. Driver's Ed isn't long enough. It's not... I don't know. I felt like when I took Driver's Ed, I already knew everything. Because I had already been illegally driving. So, I, I took it mostly as a joke myself. But motherfuckers in there didn't know how to drive. And they didn't know shit about driving. And they took it as a joke, dude. No one no one took driver's ed seriously. And then when we finally get on the road and we do the shit, everyone's like white knuckle holding the steering wheel, like panic driving, barely accelerating to fucking 15 or 30 miles an hour. And I'm just like, dude, is can it be my turn yet? Could we, like, what the hell? And then, like, the driving instructor, the way he did it when I was in Idaho, this is when I was uh, 16, 17, he knew I was driving already, so he knew I could drive, because the first time I drove the car, like, when we all did our little test drive shit, it was just, like, he didn't even have to tell me shit. I was already just like, yeah, this, blah, 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 and then we drove, and he was like, oh, thank God, and you could tell he relaxed. So, he had me drive, like, a shitload, and then I was my cousin, and this girl, too. My cousin had never driven, because his dad didn't let him illegally drive. Because his dad's not an idiot. But my cousin and this girl had like no driving experience. So when they got behind the wheel, they were a little sketched out. This motherfucker had them drive for like 
10, 15 minutes apiece, right? We're driving for a full hour. I drove the other half hour of the time, just cruising around town and shit so that he could just chill and relax. Like, how, how ridiculous is that? If anything, I should have been the one having a 10-minute turn, and they should have each had a good 20-minute turn. Or, like, you know, 20, 25-minute turn apiece. I didn't need experience. I just needed to show them, look, I, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Let me just sit in the back and play on my phone and let these two practice driving. No, no, no. He did it for him, and he made me drive the most so he could just relax instead of teaching fucking people how to drive. Like, come on. And it was a big school, and it was like a good school. And it was a badass driver's ed program at the end because they had, like, this whole track course set up with, like, I don't know, shit lanes painted in a huge parking lot area, but there weren't, like, parking lot lanes. It was legit road-looking lanes. And then our teacher was up in this, like, airport tower lookout thing and he he had a radio and we all had radios in our cars we all had numbers on top of our car and he'd be like oh number seven watch that left turn oh uh number four you need to you need to stop at that stop sign and it was like fire but before all that like he didn't give a shit he didn't teach anyone anything and i'm i was surprised at how those people got licenses not my cousin, because my cousin got real good practice in driving with my uncle. So my uncle pretty much taught my cousin how to drive more than the driving instructor. But, like, had my uncle not been there, my cousin would have been screwed. And Kayla, Kayla, the ch uh, chick that was in the car, she was retarded. She still can't really drive from what I knew when I was still in high school. She was trash. Like, I'm pretty sure she crashed her car while I was there. But, yeah, it's... It's kind of ridiculous how driver's ed doesn't really even do anything. And we it needs to be just twice as long. It needs to go over everything. I think kids should be required to learn how to drive manual and automatic. They should be required to drive, like, different vehicle types. You can't just have a kid do driver's ed in a goddamn Prius and then have his parents buy him a F-250 for his first vehicle. You know? What the fuck? You gotta, you gotta let him drive uh, small vehicles, big vehicles, vans, you know, shit with, that can hold a lot of passengers, shit that holds very few passengers. I don't know, I just think there's so much more that needs to be put into driver's ed considering how often we all drive and how important driving is. But that's how those insurance companies make that money. The more accidents that are caused, the more money they're banking. So that's why... Like I said in my self-confidence post, like with the media, how they're all working together, that's the insurance companies and all of them, they're all working together too because they're all trash. Everyone's in bed together in the most evil way possible, okay? You barely get shit training in driver's ed so that these insurance companies and shit can get more money and so that the police can write more tickets and shit for well, you didn't do this at the line, you know, you didn't do this, you disregarded all these traffic laws you didn't even fucking know about. So here's a nice fat ticket for you to pay so we can get some more revenue for the city. Thanks a lot. Hopefully your parents will buy you a new car so you can crash that one too. And then these junkyards over here make money too off of this car you just totaled because it's only like two years old. They can pull a lot of shit out of there. You see how all that works, dude? It's fucked up. That's why I don't... There has to be a better way to teach people about driving and shit. Because it's just, it's not enough. Reading some stupid shit in a book, like no one paid attention. Like I barely paid attention. I failed my, my written test for driver's ed like two or three times. Because of how confusing and ridiculous the questions are. That's not what it's about, dude. You're not trying to mind fuck someone and test how good they are at answering fucky worded questions. You want to know if this person understands the road laws and the road rules and what the fuck they're supposed to do and how they're supposed to turn and when they're supposed to use their blinker and what hazards are for and when to turn brights on and all that shit. Like, none of that's really gone over. It's just, alright, yeah, this is the gas pedal and that's how you put her in drive and, uh, you know, this right here's your brake. And that's the steering wheel and you just steer with that. That's how you turn. You gotta turn the fuck car, you know what I'm saying? That's driver's end. That's 101. That's all you really need. Now, if you drive real crazy, I got this brake over here, so you need to chill.
I tell you, this is my chill button. You see this? You understand. Yeah, I hate it, dude. Oh, my God. Fucking. I'm going to have to teach my kids to drive. I'm going to teach them to drive illegally before they go to driver's ed. Because I feel like that's the best way to do it. You got to go into that shit with experience. So that you know what like to expect. You know what questions to ask. Because you've driven already. You know, just get a whole bunch of some dumbass reading out of a book. And then you go get in a car for the first fucking time and try and drive it. What? I mean, shit. Cities spend enough on their schools. Why don't they just like buy uh, certain buildings and shit and put driving simulators in there? And then have drivers that go through that. And they start practicing on the simulator a couple times. And then they start driving a real car with an instructor in it. While all the while they're learning and doing the book shit, they're taking like 15 minutes here, 10 minutes here on the simulator, everyone gets a turn, shit like that. I don't know. You could just have like one sanction, like sanctioned buildings all over and then like kids would get passes to go there and it would be like school buildings and the people working at the buildings would be like government or school people, of course, not just random creeps because that'd be fucked up, but I don't know. But they're making all that money off these bad drivers and all these tickets for speeding and shit. So why not just keep it going that way? Um, cell phones when driving. Everyone texts and drives. I text and drive. I'm guilty of it too. We all are. But the it's not good. It's illegal. It's obviously unsafe. It causes accidents. I know that. But when... When you are doing it, because you're still going to do it regardless, and I'm still going to do it regardless, and I'm not going to beat around the bush. When you're texting and driving, three seconds of the road or more, and then one or two seconds on your phone, okay? I don't give a fuck if it takes you four minutes to type out, okay, bye, if it takes you four minutes of you not crashing and you watching the road and not veering into the other lane or veering towards the fucking outside shoulder, as long as you fucking drive safe, I don't care, okay? Tell the person you're driving. Usually everyone does that. Hey, I'm driving now. About to go to blah, blah, blah. So if it takes you an extra couple minutes to send your fucking message, who gives a hoot? Take your time. Take take that Take that one second where you glance at your phone, maybe type one or two letters. If that's all you can do, then look up at the road. You're focused more on the road than you are your phone, okay? But everyone's focused more on their fucking phone than they are on the road, and that's why they get distracted and crash. That's why everyone gets mad when they see people on their phone. Because they're not just glancing down at their phone in their lap and then looking straight back up at the road. They're sitting there staring at their phone like, Oh, I better type this whole paragraph. I'm on the straightaway. <laughs> no, dude. Are you shitting me? So, yes, we are all still going to be on our phones. I know. I'm still going to be on my phone. But I don't give my phone the priority. All right? My phone is just, oh, you know what? I, I'm on a straightaway, and I see this dude's 200 feet ahead of me. I'm going to type this whole word. I'm going to type this word real quick and look straight back up. But I might pause halfway through my typing and keep my thumb where it is, but I'll look up at the road and watch the road. And then I'll glance back down and finish typing. But I'm not sitting there fucking using both thumbs, driving with my knee, typing four paragraphs to my girlfriend. Get out of here. Dumbasses. Talk to text, dude. Voice to text. Dude, use it. Go for it. Sure, your shit might get a little fucked up. That doesn't matter. <laughs> I used to have a friend... He would only use voice to text. Half of his messages would come out fucking dumb as hell and they wouldn't make any sense. But he would never text. He would always voice to text, even when he wasn't driving. It pissed me off. But I was like, you know what, at least when he's driving, he's not being stupid. But, God. Some of this stuff was just mental. Where am I? Where are we doing now? Roundabouts? There's a roundabout in Rockford. There's two of them that I know of in Rockford, but one of them's way out in bumfuck nowhere. No one goes out that way. Uh, the one by the airport, UPS, shit like that. People, whenever I go there, 
I see at least one fucking car stopped. No traffic. They're just stopped with no stop sign. They're just like, what do I do? What do I do? There, I, there's a circle. I don't see. What do I do? What do I, how do I how do I go right? Mother of Lord, Mother of the Lord. I'm sorry. They didn't even fucking remotely touch on roundabouts when I was in Driver's Ed. I found out about Driver's Ed because of my uncle. Because when I moved to Idaho, they have so many roundabouts out there. It's like magnificent. That's why I'm so good at them. Because when I learned to drive, I was in Idaho. And, well, when I legally learned to drive, I was in Idaho. And they had hella roundabouts out there. So I got used to those right quick. And it was real simple. But driver's ed doesn't really touch on them. And it's basically, I think roundabouts are the greatest thing ever. I wish... We only had roundabouts. We don't need traffic lights. Traffic lights cause hella troubles. Uh, at certain intersections, like State Street and Perryville and shit like that, it's good to have uh, lights because you got six lanes of traffic or whatever. Six or eight, counting the turns. It's like eight going both ways. Well, it's like four one way and four the other way, but it's a lot of traffic. That's where it's good to have a light. But if it's just a small, dinky little intersection, dude, put a motherfucking roundabout in there, all right? People teach a class on it. Have, have a seminar. Hey, everyone who doesn't know about roundabouts, we're going to have a class for all ages. We're going to explain uh, how roundabouts work, how you should approach them. We have videos. We have all this shit so you can see roundabouts in action. We have all these different scenarios in these videos so you know how to react to all these scenarios. This is just me thinking with a smart brain, but uh, obviously, once again, if they don't teach the people, then they might get their accidents at the roundabouts, and they might get that extra money from the insurance, and from the tickets, and from the towing company, and then from the mechanic, and everyone just benefits from people not driving well. So, that's why they, they don't give a fuck. They're not going to try and help anyone out. Why would they? Everyone's making money off of people driving bad. The only person who suffers is the person who crashes. Everyone else is just rolling in the dough, fucking murking their gherkin with hundreds. That's bullshit. Um, everything is a race, okay? What I've learned is it is safer to be away from everyone than it is to be riding in the pack. Because you never know when Billy Bob in front of you is going to slam on his brakes in his fucking Chrysler minivan. And you're going to plow into the back end of him, you know. Or you never know when fucking Christy, the teenager, is just going to start merging into your lane, not even looking in her mirror, seeing if you're in her, like, right behind her, where she needs to use her mirror for. Now, I'm not talking about her blind spot, because she couldn't see you at all. I'm saying, when you look out your window on the left and you don't see shit, but then you look in your mirror and you're like, oh, there's a car by my fucking rear tire, back by my quarter panel or whatever. So if I merge into the other lane, I'm going to get pit maneuvered and spin out and hurt myself. So maybe I shouldn't merge. I've had, on the highway, I've, I've been driving next to people at least, at least five or six times since I've been driving. I've had people just start to merge into my lane without using their light or looking over. <clears throat> Sorry, I mean their blinker. Without using their blinker or anything. And they weren't even Beamer drivers. It was just like fucking one of them was an old lady one of them was like this dude and the dude got mad at me he was like motherfucker and i was like dude you're merging into my lane you bald piece of shit i know i'm gonna be bald but it's a stereotype most bald people are just angry so i guess i fit it because i'm pretty angry at most things but i'm not like a, a bipolar psychopath like most bald people you know the ones who have like uh goatees or mustaches and they like wear the dad shades and shit and they just they usually have something Harley related on and they have like a, a beard or whatever those guys basically weekend warrior Harley bros are the bald douchebags and I don't want to look like one that's why I'm going to ride sport bikes that's why I'm going to get a CBR 600 or I'm going to get an R6 but I'm not getting a Jixer because they're gay hmm Having a ginormous vehicle, the only people who are going to think that you're cool or sexy are those couple of trashy, like, country girls 
who are basically like the country sluts where if you have a big truck, they'll blow you or whatever, or they'll let you finger them. Uh, those are the only people who think you're cool in your big-ass truck. When I'm driving through Rockford, I don't want to see 17 fucking 2,500 trucks that are in pristine condition with a dude in a suit driving it to his business job, okay? I'm not trying to sound like a fucking hippie, but I hate trucks, okay? You can drive a car. America's the only place where every single person and their mother drives a fucking truck or an SUV, and they're stupid. I'm looking at it from a gas mileage point of view. I don't give a shit about the ozone layer. I'm going to be dead before that goes, so why do I care about it? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, but that heated up some britches. But no, I'm just saying, we don't need trucks everywhere. We don't need giant diesels spewing fucking black smoke because you have a micro penis and you need to be noticed by people. So you have a fucking basketball-sized tip on your fucking truck your daddy bought you and you got it modified at a shop using daddy's money and you got it chipped in a bigger turbo put on it with daddy's money so you could blow smoke and shit. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. I hope your Cummins blows up, you little cunt. Uh, we don't need that, okay? It's stupid. You're just, you're using up so much gas, dude. Gas prices are go getting high. Well, they're not really getting high, but when they get high, it's because we're, like, getting low on gas. It's when we need to invade another country or something. That's when you need to chill and start driving your Prius. Or you need to get a fucking Honda Civic or something. Or you need to get, like, I'm driving an AVO right now. That's 1.6 liters of pussified fucking fuel mileage. I don't know. Shit gets great fuel mileage. Put like six bucks in there and it'll last me a week. I haven't tested it yet, but judging on how much I put in and how much it's gone down since I drove it, it's really good. I drove it to Rockford and I drove it to Monroe Center and those were both slightly decent drives for me and it was barely even at that. But anyways, uh, yeah, big trucks, hate them. Think they're gay. You're, you're just an insecure bitch if you're driving a big truck and you're not a goddamn farmer. I understand farmers need them, farmers use them, or if you're you're like a, a company, you got a company, electric company, roofing company, siding company, moving company, I don't give a shit, you should have a truck, go for it, pool company, set up, fucking gas company, I don't give a shit. If you are just a fucking teenage boy, or you are just some businessman twat, why are you driving a truck? Why are you driving a big honking truck? Is it so you look so cool? Is it because being sitting up taller than everyone makes you feel better about your micro penis? Is that what it is, buddy? You need to hear that stock turbo so that you can feel good about yourself. Whatever it is, you know, I don't care. Just stop buying trucks. Unless you live in the mountains, unless you live way out in the country, or you have a farm. Or like I said with all the other ones, the businesses. If you own a business where you need a truck, by all means, bro. Use that use that back area for the storage and the toolboxes and stuff. But if the only thing that you're transporting around is cocaine and hookers, you don't need a fucking pickup truck. Looking at you, businessman. Um I believe that Damn, I missed it. Once you drive a manual car, driving is not the same anymore. It's not fun anymore. Once you can control your car's RPMs and you can control everything about it, you just, oh, it feels like you just dipped right into that car's sweet spot and you guys are just melded together and driving becomes one long orgasm. Once you can drive a manual and you can just throw people back in their seats if you want or you can just take this turn nice and smooth. Oh my God. And you can get better gas mileage than other people if you want to with a manual. Or worse. Usually worse because it's hard not to hot rod them. Unless it's a dinky piece of shit. Um, I, I believe that most women are bad drivers. Solely because they don't pay attention. And most of the time, uh, a lot of them are too concerned with their cell phone more concerned with taking Snapchats or uh, texting boys to pay attention to the fucking road. And that really grinds my gears. 
and then uh, men. Men have worse driving statistics. Yeah, you can sit there and argue. Yeah, but statistically, women get in less crashes than men. So, meh. That's because men drive twice as much. Men have way more driving jobs than women. Men are technically, uh, if you look at the past and these statistics, men work more hours and men are more prone to come in on days that they're not supposed to or work extra hours on weekends and shit like that or pick up extra shifts. Men are ten times more prone to do that than women. That's why feminism can just sit down, okay? Just sit down. I still see it every single day. I know I work in a bar and grill, but any single time that there's an opportunity for a waitress or someone to leave, they're they're gone. It's usually the women. The only boy that wants to leave is one of our dishwashers, and he has an excuse. I'll just give him that. He has an excuse to not really want to be at work, so he he can go home. But other than that, like the. Uh, Fucking other cook only wants to go, well, one of the other cooks, he only wants to go home when, like, his leg is killing him and he doesn't have any painkillers for it because he has something wrong with his leg. Uh, the manager, the manager's there all day. The one, the one owner is a woman and she pulls hella hours. She's a savage. There are always women who work hard, yes. There are tons of hardworking women. But overall, the people who are going to, try and leave earlier or try and not come in for a bullshit excuse are mostly going to be women. Of course, they're women of younger ages. Obviously, guys do it too, but more often than not, it's girls. I can't tell you how many fucking times I've been short-staffed at my job in the past week alone because girls didn't want to come in. Oh, I didn't see you change the schedule, so I didn't come in that day. Bitch, you have an app on your phone that tells you the schedule and you get updates when it's changed. I don't have it because I'm not a fucking idiot and I have perfect attendance because I want money and I'm not an entitled dumb bitch. But we're not all that way. So I'm not saying all women are shitty and they don't want to work hard. No, I'm just saying just like how statistically overall men have worse driving records, uh, women don't work as much as men. So men are driving more than women. So that's why we have way more accidents. Because I think it's like almost twice as much driving that men do as like compared to women. And yes, there are women truck drivers. Yes, there are women who have to drive for their jobs too. But also, statistically, once again, it's men outnumber them by a large, large, large margin still. Feminism still getting its ball rolling. Girls are still trying to learn how to do jobs that men do, and men are still not wanting to do women jobs because, like, when I think of women jobs, I think of like being a secretary, being a beautician, do, uh, doing nails, uh, the person in the construction site who holds the stop sign. <laughs> no offense, uh, but things like that, and that's fine. That's that's uh, like. Because, never mind, this is a driving thing. I'm sorry I'm going into this. I'm, I'm just a little stoned. And I had my coffee today. Thank God. Because I just listened to my self-confidence podcast again, and I was yawning and shit in that one. I was basically a zombie. You can tell by how deep my sexual, beautiful-sounding voice is in that one, because I was halfway awake. But, yeah, statistically, men are worse drivers, and men get in far more accidents than women. So, uh, that's why insurance is hella expensive. Especially for me, I have a DUI and some tickets and shit and some accidents from the past, so my insurance is crazy. I was paying 220 a month for a Ford Focus because my driving record. It was full coverage, of course, but 220 for an 07 base model, five-speed Ford Focus, base model, 2.0, 120 or 30 horsepower, nothing, it was the slowest, other than this AVO, that was the slowest vehicle I've ever owned, and I paid the most insurance on it, what, everyone be careful, don't drink and drive, that's a huge thing, I didn't write notes about that, because I figured, but Jesus Christ, 
my whole teenage life, I drunk and drove, got drunk and drove, I drank and drove, whatever the proper term is, eat a dick, I'm still tired, it's like 8.30 in the morning, I got up at 6.30, you need to get off my back, uh, I, dr I did a lot of drinking and driving in high school is what I'm trying to say, never once got caught, then when I turned 21, I got my DUI, when I was the legal age to drink, I fucked it up, so it doesn't matter how many times you get away with it, doesn't matter how, how comfortable you are with doing it, don't drink and drive people, I thought I was invincible. DUIs, they're not like horrible. It's just losing the license flows and paying the fines kind of sucks. But uh, I'd, I'd go back and do it again because I learned a lesson and stuff. But don't don't drink and drive, yo. Fucking A, those cops are pricks. It's not like the old days when our parents were young and the cop would catch them drinking and driving and they'd, they'd be like, Oh, you know, it's fine. I know your parents. I'll just follow you home. I'll just make sure you get home safe. You can still drive your car while you're wasted out of your fucking face. I'll just follow you home. Make sure you get home safe. Yeah. You know how many stories I've heard about that from, like, older people? Well, yeah, I used to drive drunk, but, you know, the I, I knew one of the cops, so all the cops would just, you know, let me drive home. Or, yeah, we were we were from a small town, so... If a cop caught you driving drunk, if you didn't live too far away, they would just follow you home, make sure you got home safe. Nigga, are you kidding me? You you drink a beer and drive home, and they're calling the fucking SWAT team. They've got helicopters coming in. They're pulling the batons and tasers out. Dude, they're ready for war. It's ridiculous. So once again, thanks older generations for being irresponsible fucking retards when you were kids so that life for us is ten times harder when we're kids. Because you guys were kids and you were idiots and then you got older and you became cops and you were like well you know when I was when I was a teenager I used to do this this and this so I need to watch out for these things and make sure that I bust all these kids that are trying to do it today yeah that's cool dude that is like being the biggest piece of shit that's like learning one gang secrets and then going to another gang and joining them and being like yo guys check this out I know how we can fuck these guys up that is evil dude all right? That's like the, the biggest betrayal to your kind. But it's whatever. I don't give a shit. Cops are trash. I will never say anything nice about cops on this podcast except for this. There are two cops in Ogle County who I have had interactions with, and they are great guys. I don't know their names, but I, I will say there are two of them out here, and they are awesome. Uh, they're very understanding. They know... They know when someone's a piece of shit and when you're just having like a rough patch and they're they're really cool and lenient on shit. They like of course they still busted me and stuff, but they were they were nice about it and that's that's a big thing. So I just wanna say there are very few good cops out there. And when you find one of them, fucking praise that motherfucker. Because they are rare. But other than that, they're all trash, they're all pigs, they're all just kids who got picked on in high school with little penises, and they need to have some power. They need to have a little stroke of power, and they need to be able to abuse the law like the little bitches they are. Because they never had any respect or power when they were kids, so why not force it on people, right? Fucking punk asses. Especially jail guards. Jail guards are the biggest bitches. I'm glad that they sit in jail all day, though. What a good punishment for picking a shitty career. You get to sit around with criminals in a fucking... Well, not criminals. They're not all criminals. I've been to jail. You get you get to sit around with uh, people in, in a rough patch and stupid people and criminals. Because there are criminals in there, too. They're just not all criminals. <sighs> but, yeah. I fucking hate cops. Everyone watch for cops. That's my only advice I ever give people when uh, they say bye. I don't say drive safe. I don't say anything. I say watch for cops. Watch for cops. Hey, watch for cops. Don't get pulled over. Hey, make sure your weed is hidden well. Get that smell-proof box, motherfucker. Watch for cops, everyone. That's another huge thing I also didn't really write down. Um, watch for cops, okay? Cops are going to try and bust you. Cops are assholes. 
they are just out to get tickets, just out to make that money, try to fill their quota that they say doesn't exist, but we all know it does exist. Uh, whenever you're pulled over, the cop can see everything, all right? He can see your arms, he can see your hands, he can see your shoulders, he can see your elbows. He can see what you're doing. So don't be stupid, don't be moving around, don't be jittery, jumpy and shit. Don't tweak that cop out any more than he's already tweaked out, all right? And if you have like drugs or something on you, they're going to know. So if you're trying to hide him in the glove box, they're going to watch you put him in the glove box. And then they're going to be like, okay, dumbass. And they're going to come up and be like, so you got anything in the car, like your glove box maybe? And then your car's going to get searched and you're busted either way. So just don't be an idiot. All right? If you do have drugs or something and you get pulled over, just pretty much accept you're busted. Uh, especially if your drugs are out or it's a canine cop. You're fucked. So don't be stupid. Don't Don't tweak the cops out. Don't do anything more than you need to. And uh, if you want to avoid speeding tickets and you want to not get pulled over, don't speed unless you can see the whole stretch of road where you're at and you can see off to the sides that there are no cops. All right? If you're about to go over a hill, don't be doing 70 because where cops are going to sit are places where where they can catch you at times where you might be speeding. They might be sitting at the bottom of a hill in a valley, uh, watching up for the hill for someone to come over the top of that bitch doing too much over the speed limit because they didn't know a cop was there. That's what they're waiting for. So you don't want to be that idiot doing 70, 65, 70 over the hill when the cop sees you. Also at night, never speed at night. There is no reason to speed at night. Deer, cops, fucking idiots walking on the road, riding bikes on the road, anything like that. Raccoons, there are too many things that can just pop out and shit at night. And you don't have shit for reaction time at night. I don't care if you're Bruce Lee. Your reaction time goes hella down from the darkness and from you not being able to see as well. And on top of that, like I said, the cops, I was driving home from work the other night, doing a, going down a long stretch of road on 72 uh, between Davis Junction and Stillman. And I'm doing 56, 57, obviously, because I'm not going to speed. I'm not fucking around in Ogle County. These pig pieces of shit, except for those two, except for those two guys. I, I don't know their names, but if I saw them, I would shake their hands and I would tell them thank you and stuff. Other than that, though. There are those pieces of shit, especially one, and I'm pretty sure it was him. But I was cruising 56, 57 down the road, and then I saw off to the side, I thought I saw the reflection of headlights, and I was like, that piece of shit. And as I cruise up, yep, it was a sheriff sitting on the side of the road with all his lights off, just invisible. Invisible until I was about 30 feet away from him, 40 feet away from him at the most. And I can guarantee that him and his computer saw me the moment I started driving on that road by the vet or whatever. His ass could see me forever away. And I didn't see him until I was right up on his ass because they don't respect the law and they don't do what they're legally supposed to do. They they hide where they're not supposed to. They make sure that they are 100% invisible because they're not here to help and protect. They're here to get their tickets and their revenue. They're just revenue collectors, everyone. They're not there to help you. If you could say... Say someone came in and broke into your house and you called the cops. If the cops came, they'd be like, hey, this gun right here, do you have a void card for it? Is it registered, all this shit? Do you have all this shit for this? Because you, you might go to jail just for calling the fucking cops because they're that big of pricks. They're just looking for anything they can get. They don't care who you are. They don't care about people unless you're like personal friends with them as a human outside of them being a cop. They don't give. They don't care. So... They're not your friends. They're not here to help you. They're just revenue collecting assholes. So do not speed at nighttime because they will get you, dude. They are sneaky as hell. I I can spot a cop fucking four miles away, but I couldn't even remotely see the outline of that cop or anything until I was right up on his ass, and that scared the piss out of me. 
I was just watching in my rear view. Because I still had to drive like another two miles or so before I was even able to have the road curve so that the cop couldn't see me anymore. He literally had like two miles behind him and in front of him where like he could see everything and no one could see him. And that's just dangerous. And that's horrifying. So I was I was shitting my pants for a solid like three or four minutes just watching my speedo, making sure I'm still doing 56, 57, and then looking up in my mirror, making sure I don't see brake lights, and then looking at the road, making sure I'm still going straight, and then looking at my speedo, and then looking in my rear view, shit in my pants. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. So cops are not your friends. They are prick assholes. They Sometimes they'll be nice. They'll cut you a break. But for the most part, they are just there to get their tickets, get their money. Um, if you're a guy and you're young and you don't drive yet and you play video games, I just want you to know, physics in video games with every car and stuff, excuse me, are nothing like real life. Unless you're playing that one game, uh, I think it's called like Project Cars or something like that, but it's like a legit simulation racing game that's only on computers. That's probably the closest you can get to driving a car, uh, in a game. But then again, those are mostly only racing games, so that still doesn't apply. Video games are nothing like real life, no matter how realistic it claims to be. Nothing can simulate the feeling of actually driving. Except for maybe like a whole driving simulator where it like moves and bounces and shit, and like it actually feels like you're in a car. Because they have those. They have tons of badass shit like that. So just so everyone knows, um, don't take anything... Don't think that you can drift in real life because you can drift in in a video game, you know. Just because you can drift real good in Forza or you can drift real good in Need for Speed or Project Cars or something, that does not mean that you can just go out and drift in real life. That shit is hard. Uh, no, it's not even remotely like in the game. <laughs> well, it is like in the game where you have to use the e-brake and then you have to control the throttle and the steering wheel to make sure that you keep the car going sideways and keep your momentum going but yeah it, it does not feel and it feels terrifying when you actually drift a car like th losing the control but keeping the control is really scary from what i read from what i from what i've heard um biggest thing when driving i know i'm already 47 minutes into this with rants but Pay attention to everything around you, okay? You're not just driving on the road and those other cars are fucking robots on rails. Those are other motherfuckers and they're driving too and you don't know how stupid or smart they are. You don't know how good, how long they've been driving. You don't know if they're sitting there on their cell phone or not. If you're driving on a road and you look to your left and you see a red car and you look behind you and there's uh, another car... Watch those two cars at all times. When you're going to do it, make sure that at all times you know where all the cars around you are. Make sure you know what they're doing, if they're going to turn, if what lane they're in, how fast they're going, if if they're like paying attention to shit, or if they're like kind of like swerving around a little bit. That means they're probably not paying attention or they might be on their phone, might even potentially be drunk. You need to pay attention to your surroundings. That is number one priority. That's why texting and driving fucks people up so bad. Because they're paying more attention to their phone than they are at the road and their surroundings. You need to, am I coming up to an intersection? Are there any cars at this intersection? Are any of these cars trying to turn right and merge into my lane coming and going the same way as me? Are any of these cars trying to turn left? Did anyone pull up a little bit too far in their lane? Is there anyone who's still approaching the lane and they might be approaching it really fast like they might not stop and I might get fucking sideswiped? Or whatever. Doesn't matter. Watch everyone. It's not just like a motorcycle thing. It's for every single driver on the road. Especially when you're on the highway. The highway's a big thing. With semis, semis have a lot of big blind spots. They can't see a lot of shit. Especially if you're directly behind them. You gotta be uber careful. Doesn't matter how good of a driver you are. You have to watch the other people. Never mind, it does matter how good of a driver you are. I take that back. Fully matters. If you're a bad driver, you need to watch everyone else twice as much. 
the reason I'm a good driver is because at all times I expect people to do the dumbest shit, so I'm always prepared to react to that. And I always make sure that I have two routes. The route I want to go and my out in case something happens with that route I want to go. Okay? It's all about reaction time. Fast reaction time and paying attention to everyone around you. If you need to train your reaction time, maybe download download some phone games or something. Maybe like play catch with someone, toss a ball around. I don't know. There's a lot of dumb little shit you can do to help your reaction time. Make sure you do those things. I play video games like a motherfucker and I do a lot of other stuff. So I legitimately have... I think I have a faster reaction time than almost anyone I've met. Because it's like... Mother, people have thrown shit at me, and then, like, last second, I'll snatch that shit out of the air. Like, it's crazy. I, I kind of blow my own mind sometimes. Not trying to rub my own back and, oh, I'm so cool. But, no, I, I have a crazy, it's probably because my ADD. It's probably because I'm always drinking caffeine and I have ADD. So, my mental mind is just like, and that's why I have a good reaction time. It's because I'm, uh... I'm diagnosed, but I'm unmedicated. I got diagnosed with ADD when I was a teenager. And I'm pretty sure it's evolved to ADHD because I'm just like, I have energy, dude. And I'm like, I can read really fast and stuff because of it. I, and that's why I like driving. And that's why when people tell me, Oh, when you get a motorcycle, you're going to get hit by cars. You got to watch for cars. It's, it's all the traffic more than anything else. It's like, if anyone knows this shit, dude, I know this shit, okay? My favorite things in the world, okay, I'll only say two out of the three. Two out of my three favorite things in the world are driving and smoking butt. Driving takes number, it easily takes the cake. That's why when I don't have my license, my life is horrible. Because I'm obsessed with being behind the wheel of shit, like anything. Cars motorcycles, four-wheelers, golf carts. I don't give a crap, dude. I want to drive it. Tractors, lawnmowers. If it has an engine, I want I want something to do with it because I'm all about that life. So that's why when I'm going to get a motorcycle, it's because I feel I'm ready for a motorcycle. Well, obviously, I, I could have gotten a motorcycle years ago. I just never thought of it until just recently. I was like, you know what? That would be really fun, and I've always wanted one. So, now that I'm a big boy, I'm saying, fuck it, I'm buying one. And then I'm going to go for rides with my boy. And my girlfriend's going to get one, too, at some point. And that's just going to be badass. So, if I have any listeners in the future, and you guys want to get a motorcycle, and you want to go for rides with me, fucking let me know, dude. Obviously not right now, because it's about to be winter time. But after this winter, I'm going to have a bike. And when I have that bike, I'm down to go for rides doesn't matter where as long as you're not stupid because I'm not going to go fast on my bike because I don't want to die I just want to cruise on a sport bike not a cruiser because I'm not 50 yeah I'm saying once again watch for cops watch for other traffic watch for pedestrians watch watch your lights you don't want to be fucking doing 60 up to a red light or something all these things uh Expect other people to not see you. Just assume that you're invisible to everyone else. I know people only think that applies to, like, motorcycles once again. Because I hear a lot of vloggers saying that. Oh, when you're on a motorcycle, you gotta assume you're invisible. (laughs) No. Always assume you're invisible. Doesn't matter if you're driving a fucking semi or a school bus. Assume that no one else can see you. And that at any time someone might fucking merge into your lane. So if you're constantly on the defensive when you're driving, you'll be fine. But if you're that dumb, stupid motherfucker who gets too comfortable with their driving and you just think that you can drive with your knee while you're texting with one hand and eating a slice of pizza with the other hand, I can't wait until you smack into a car and fuck your shit up, dude. There's Driving, they say, is a privilege and no one understands that until their license gets taken away from them. Or until they have to like wait an extra year or two to get their license. So understand there will come a time in your life 
if you don't understand it already, where you will understand that driving is a privilege. Whether it be losing a car, losing your license, anything like that. Uh, it's not just... Yes, there are Teslas, and yes, they are starting to make automatic cars, like automatic driving cars. Autonomous is what I'm trying to say. I'm just tired, and I don't give a fuck. They are making self-driving cars and shit like that. If you're a bad driver, here's my thing. I only have five minutes left. If you're a bad driver, take whatever vehicle you're in and go trade it in for one of those brand new pussy wagons, dude. One of those awesome cars that has the fucking sensors on the bumpers where if you don't brake in time, the car will slam on its brakes for you or the car will like self-parallel park itself because everyone's too retarded to parallel park a fucking car. Another thing that they need to make drivers add longer for because if you can't parallel park a car, you don't deserve to drive the car. Period. I have numerous... Numerous times I have had to parallel park because I've had no other option, but I can parallel park. That's the thing. I'm boss at parallel parking. A lot of people are. Basically, anyone who can parallel park is a boss at it, and it's just like second nature. It's not shit. But then there are those people who have to like sit there and readjust 14 times because they're like, duh, duh, when do I cut the wheel again? <laughs> I park my wheels next to their wheels and then I cut the wheel and then I back up and then once I'm into my spot, I cut the wheel the other way and then I park perfectly. I don't get it. It's too many steps. It's too many steps to remember. Um, if you need to watch a YouTube video on how to parallel park, I, I'm not going to try to explain it to people because it is very simple, but I feel like if you had a video of it, it would be easier. Basically, you pull up and you park so that your wheels are parallel with the wheels of the car that you're going to be behind. And you park right next to that guy. And then once you're next to them with your wheels, you cut your wheel a bit and you start backing up and you'll start going behind them. And then once you start getting behind them and your car is pretty much in your lane, then you cut your wheel the other way so that... Man, see? You park next to the car. You turn your wheel towards that car so that if you drove forward, you would smash into that car. And then you reverse slowly. And you see that you start to back up and your back end starts going behind their back end. And you're like, hey, yeah, cool. And then you back up like that for a bit and straighten out a little bit so that you're like diagonal behind that person. And when you're diagonal behind them, you turn your wheel back towards the left, towards the road. And then you back up some more and that'll pull your front end into that slot. And it'll straighten your ass end out. And then you're par perfectly parallel parked. Just like that. Bam. Uh, still watch a YouTube video on it. Because I assume that was dumb or confusing. I don't really give a fuck. That was filler. That's what we call filler, folks. That's where I'm just trying to make this last a full hour. Ha! I bet we all know how that feels, huh? Ha ha ha! I'm just kidding. No, but uh, that's filler. And, uh... Yeah, just watch for cops, you know, when when driving around. Everyone, watch for motorcycles, watch for kids, watch for bicycles, except for Harley drivers. Uh, if anyone has not seen it, I suggest that you go watch the Harley episode of South Park. Uh, it's called The F Word. I believe it is either season 12, episode 13, or it's like season 13, episode 12. One of those two or something like that. Watch the F word, uh, the South Park episode, because it's hilarious. And it explains why I still use words like uh, gay and fag and stuff. Because watch that episode if you want to know. If you're too stupid to understand why I still use those words. Uh, it has nothing to do with homosexuals. I don't give a shit about them. You want to go blow some dick, go blow some dick. Good for you, man. Have fun. Bet you're probably a pro at it. If you're a chick and you want to go eat some carpet, go eat some carpet, dog. Go for it. It's one of my favorite things to do. I don't blame you. Fucking do that shit. So, if I if I say words like gay and fag, it's because it's that person's being gay. And that person's being a fag at the moment. They're not being a homosexual. Like, if, if someone keeps kicking the back of your seat and you ask them to stop and they keep kicking it, they're being a fag. Like, quit being a fag and kicking my seat, dude. Just do what I ask. 
And that's what the episode's called the F word for, because it explains that, and it's really funny. I think it's an episode that a lot of SJWs should watch, because it would set them off. Last five seconds, thank you all for listening. I love you, and I'll make another episode as soon as I can.